Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. This week, the French government released a video of Donald Trump's daughter Ivanka awkwardly inserting herself into a conversation at the G20 summit surrounded by world leaders. If you haven't actually seen it, you can check it out. The link's in our show notes. The question is, what is the president's daughter even doing there, let alone discussing world policy? Today, we're going to find out who Ivanka Trump is, what her qualifications are, aside from being the daughter of the president, to even be working in the White House. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You know when you're at a dinner party and someone brings up a news story that you kind of heard a bit about but don't really know too much detail on, but you really want to be a part of the conversation, so you say words that sound like you know what you're talking about just to be involved? That's the same feeling you get when you watch the video of Ivanka Trump at the recent G20 summit. As soon as you start talking about the economic aspect of it, though, a lot of people start listening. You wouldn't otherwise listen. The footage was released by the French government, whose president, Emmanuel Macron, is in the group of world leaders Ivanka tries to talk to, alongside British PM Theresa May, Canadian PM Justin Trudeau and the head of the IMF, Christine Lagarde. If you haven't seen it, the leaders are discussing social justice. Theresa May says, as soon as you start talking about the economic aspect of it, though, a lot of people start listening who otherwise wouldn't listen. Ivanka then says, and the same with the defence side, I think, in terms of the whole sort of... She then waves her hand around for a bit before saying, being very male-dominated, so... The side-eye she gets from the head of the IMF is so sharp it would cut you. With the internet doing what the internet does best, the uncomfortable interaction has, of course, been made into a meme. Supported by the hashtag UnwantedIvanka, she's awkwardly superimposed into all kinds of unlikely scenarios, like the moon landing, on the back of the Loch Ness Monster, standing beside the suffragettes, holding up Jedi Luke Skywalker, or on the balcony as Princess Diana kisses her new husband, Prince Charles. But while all this is just a bit of fun, what does it actually mean to the international community to have a wildly unqualified person have as an important role as Ivanka seems to have that would see her even allowed at a sit-down meeting with the dictator of North Korea, Kim Jong-un? To answer that question, host of the show that breaks down fact from fiction in US politics, Planet America, Chaz Lichardello's helping us out. Chaz, who is Ivanka? What did she do before she got her job working in the White House? She ran a fashion label 
she's run a couple of companies actually. She's one of those, much like Donald himself, she got a bit of a leg up from her dad in terms of financing. She ran a couple of businesses before uh, before Trump. And one of the problems that she's faced since she became Infocomer's advisor to the president is uh, how she balances those businesses because she hasn't wanted to dissociate herself from those businesses while she's been working at the White House, which is a problem in itself. Does she actually have qualifications, any qualifications other than being a business owner that would put her instead for the role that she's playing in the White House right now? She got a degree from Wharton, from the Wharton School of Finance, much like Donald Trump did as well. So she's, I mean, so that's like an economics degree. So she theoretically knows something, but uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> so a lot of people have economics degrees and they're not all advisors to the president. So I would say she has some qualifications, but I would not say they're adequate qualifications, no. Right. So those vaguely inadequate qualifications have seen her land this role. What has she actually been playing a part in? But up until this point we've seen her at the G20, what has she been involved in up to this point during Trump's presidency? What happened at the G20 is certainly insight into part of what she has been doing, which is she tends to accompany him on diplomatic missions and she tends to be a small talker on his behalf. I'm not sure that that achieves anything, but that is that is what she has tended to do before now. She's also been a person who has worked on initiatives involving women, like, for instance, childcare initiatives and paid family leave initiatives, those kinds of things. None of them have worked out, but she has been, and for instance, uh, Marco Rubio, a senator from Florida, has been working with Ivanka Trump on a potential paid family leave initiative, which they keep on talking about that they're going to bring out, but they haven't yet. So whether that, whether that ever comes to fruition, I don't know, but that's theoretically what she's been working on. Right. Is she... <laughs> <laughs> is she essentially, we say this laughing, I literally have no idea what Ivanka Trump does, so you're enlightening me at this point. Is she essentially playing the role of Melania because it looks like at every occasion Melania certainly does not want to be there? Uh, I wouldn't say that Ivanka does first lady type stuff. A traditional first lady would do a lot of charity work, would conduct softball interviews with sort of women's magazines on behalf of the president would present a soft face to the public. I'm not sure Ivanka gets out in public that much. She's more behind the scenes. So I don't know that she is necessarily fulfilling the role that Melania is not. I think, bottom line, Trump doesn't care about the traditional role of first lady, much like he doesn't care about most of the traditional aspects of the presidency. Look, to be honest, this is just, just my subjective opinion. I don't think she adds a lot to the presidency, I think Trump is trying to help her. I think he is trying to blood her through diplomacy, through getting her involved in stuff to give her experience, possibly in the hope of her running herself one day. He's, he's setting up some kind of Bush dynasty here. There is no doubt that there is a lot of talk about a potential Trump dynasty. The question is, whether it's Ivanka or whether it's Donald Jr., who also has been working very hard, or Donald Jr. has been working on the other side, while Ivanka's been trying to trying to learn the ropes of diplomacy and negotiation with the Senate, etc. Donald Trump Jr. 
has been learning the ropes of how to hang around with a whole bunch of alt-right weirdos on Twitter. <laughs> and, uh, some, might, some might suggest that Donald Trump Jr. knows the real way to get elected as a Republican <laughs> president rather than Ivanka. But we will see. I, I, I think it's pretty clear that Donald Trump Jr. has ambitions for politics. I think it's pretty clear that Donald Trump Sr. has ambitions for Ivanka in politics. We'll see who ends up getting the, wearing the ring somewhere down the track. Does it matter what this is saying to the rest of the world? We've seen what those, like the British Prime Minister, the French and the Canadian Prime Minister were all in that viral video. Uh, The head of the IMF, her face was priceless, looking at her like, what is this woman doing here? Does it matter that Ivanka is well out of her depth by the looks of it in these situations what kind of message that this is sending to foreign powers across the world? Is the, is the US powerful enough to be able to have someone like Ivanka trouncing through these very important meetings? I think the short answer is yes. <laughs> America is a very powerful country. But I actually think, I would say that her awkwardness, and she definitely is awkward, I think that the, the Twitter meme unwanted Ivanka is based on a reality. But I think that her, <laughs> her awkwardness, I think to be fair, it's not nearly as much of a problem as the benefits of the fact that she almost solely in the Trump administration is going out of her way to be nice to people. Like when she's with these people, she's not being rude. She's not being mean. She's not acting like she's like she's got a big swinging appendage. She's usually trying to be nice to people and trying to be diplomatic. And while she's not very good at it, I think I suspect people actually appreciate the effort because there aren't a lot of other people in the Trump administration making that same effort. She is Nothing if not deferential to people. So I think. So I actually think it's probably a, a, a wash in the end. And there's a negative of her being awkward and, and people wondering why are you here, but there's the positive of her actually being deferential and, and ingratiating to people, which is yeah, you've got to do sometimes to grease the wheels. So that's why their faces were so shocked, not that she was saying words that made no sense. It was that, <laughs> hang on, are you being pleasant? <laughs> that-, <laughs> that might be it. That might be it. And, and I, I should say she has hung around a little bit at the UN a few times as well. We're, we're, we're also, it's nice for people to be diplomatic. Maybe she does a small talk that Donald Trump doesn't want to do himself mm. because I don't think he enjoys that. <laughs> and, uh, and she does seem to enjoy that. So maybe when there's a, when there's a social event, when there's a dinner, when there's a, a black tie affair, he can send Ivanka Trump out to do the schmoozing on his behalf while he sits around in the corner and eats cheeseburgers. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe there's something like that going on. Just finally, and forgive my ignorance here, but I'm going to presume that if I just rocked up to the G20, I would not be allowed to just wander in and have small talk with the leaders of every country in that room. I think that's fair. Is she... I know she has a security clearance of some ridiculously high yeah. level, but has no one ever kind of mentioned that maybe she's not allowed to be in all of these high-level security meetings? I suspect that it's a little bit like the Logies, There's a bit of a topical reference there, in that, in that what we have discovered over the years, and I probably shouldn't broadcast this publicly, is that, is that the Logies, they give out a certain number of tickets to certain, to certain TV shows and certain channels. And they never know who the people are 
from those TV shows or channels, especially if it's the ABC, which no one, no one watches. <laughs> and so we have, I can speak on behalf of Joseph, we have over the years. I think you would argue so, people do watch the ABC. Did you see who won the Gold Logie this year? Well, that is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Times are changing. But we have over the years snuck in an extraordinary number of people who should not be at the Logies <laughs> but by, by using one of our invitations because they never check and they don't know. And I suspect it's the same thing at these foreign affairs type scenarios where they have a certain number of tickets that they give to America, which America, America requests and they give to America, and then whoever turns up with America's ticket turns up. And I suspect that's the case. I suspect if you want to go around schmoozing at, at, at these events, Claire, you need to get in with the Trump administration and uh, then you can go with them. As much as that sounds like a really pleasant way of getting into the G20 summit, I might pass. But thanks for the advice. I appreciate it. The White House has clapped back at those questioning what Ivanka was doing at the conference. The Deputy Communications Secretary, Jessica Ditto, called the video a misrepresentation, saying criticism of Ivanka was pathetic and that it's sad but not shocking that the haters chose to attack her when she's promoting US efforts to empower women through strategic partnerships with world leaders. When you consider Ivanka's role in international affairs, it is easy to write her off as unqualified or not smart enough to be there. But when you compare her to the man who's running the whole show, Dad Donald, at least she hasn't threatened to touch women without their consent, been accused of sexual assault or been easily proven to have outright lied. So if you were an American citizen, which one would you want representing you on a global level? That's all for The Quickie today. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash The Quickie. And if you're after something else to listen to, can I suggest Mia Friedman's No Filter interview with Camilla Roy woman Marley Silva. She's also the host of our brand new podcast, Profiling Indigenous Excellence, Titus for Titus. You can just search for No Filter in your favourite podcast app. 